I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The rainy and cold season is just around the corner. And if you or you know someone suffering from different skin conditions, United Home, manufactured by Unilab, offers products to help with just that for you and your family. Starting with United Home Dermatech, you won't have to deal with psoriasis or eczema because it has mometasone cream or ointment that can provide relief for your itchy, red and scaly skin. Plus, United Home Dermatech is only at half price and available in all leading drugstores online. They also have United Home Whitfields, the number one Whitfields ointment in the market that helps treat alipunga, buni, an-an, and a lot more fungal infections. If your main concern, naman, is pimples and scabies or galis, United Home Sulfant Ointment can soften and loosen the crusts on the skin and can destroy itch mite. There has never been a better time than now to try and keep you and your family safe and healthy with United Home. Avail yours now in Mercury Drug and other leading drugstores nationwide or click the link in the description and welcome United Home in your homes. Sabi nga nang mga nanay, United Home. Network Asia. Network Asia. I realized, yeah, I, I may be imbalanced in the sense that I should like tone it down, but I realized this is me. This is who I am. This is like, I'm not doing this to hurt people. I'm not doing this to, you know, with, with the intention of getting noticed or, or making, you know, being out there for nothing. You're listening to Project Loving Myself Podcast a well-being podcast that shares stories of self-love, mental fortitude, and self-discovery. Hosted by life designer and well-being coach, Sanaya Gurnamal. Hi, I'm Sanaya Gurnamal, and this is the Project Loving Myself podcast. Join me each week as we navigate through aha moments, new ideas, and flashes of insight from candid conversations that inspire you to get started on your own project of loving yourself. Because the most important relationship you will ever have is the relationship that you have with yourself. You matter. This is Project Loving Myself. peeps and welcome to season four with a whole new lineup of very interesting people who spark joy for me. It is so much fun for me to talk to the different personalities that I meet through the podcast. They inspire me, they teach me, and they help me share my message of self-love, well-being, and self-discovery. 
Because you know our mantra, right? The most important relationship we will ever have is the relationship we have with ourselves. And that is one relationship we have to prioritize. You got to choose yourself day after day so that you don't fall to the bottom of your own list. Now, let me start today's episode with a little story. A few years after I married my husband and moved to the Philippines, I went to see the Wicked Musical at CCP Theater. When I came out of the performance, I saw a beautiful vision at a distance from me. There was a woman wearing the most exquisite gown and headdress. And if memory serves me well, she was wearing an emerald green gown. I looked at her in complete awe and thought to myself, now that's a woman who just exudes confidence and adventure. I wanted to get to know her better. What an impression she made on me. So I turned to my husband next to me and I asked, babe, who is that? And he said, oh, that's Tessa Valdez. And that was it. That name said it all. From that day onwards, I continued to see Tessa at various events, always from a distance, always admiring her self-expression. She has a presence, a charisma, an allure that draws a person in. And that is an energy I would love to cultivate for myself. We talked to Tessa Prieto Valdez today on Project Loving Myself to learn more about self-expression and what her story really is. Tessa Prieto Valdez is a host, both on screen and on stage, an interior designer with her own firm, Tessa Group, an actress, lifestyle columnist, and above all, a fashion icon. Her personality is larger than life, and that is the way she chooses to express herself. Tessa is passionate about elevating Philippine fashion, arts, and culture, which she does through events such as the Red Charity Gala, which helps small livelihood communities, Red Cross, and Philippine arts. But that is only a small glimpse of this very impressive woman who refers to herself as Sea Princess. Welcome to Project Loving Myself, Tessa. Hello there. Hi, what an introduction. And I remember that musical. And the reason why I was actually there also is because I was so delighted to receive the donation from the entire production that evening. Because they, it, I, I, if I remember right, it was, um, we had a big storm, Yolanda or something. And we, they coursed their donations of all the, the, um, you know, the artists and all the funds that, that was going to be for that evening and to go for the, the, the survivors. It's like, wow, what a, I, I, I didn't know that you were there. That's just like, oh, wow. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. I'm so happy to be here. So happy. You're very welcome. And I, I don't think even I did you justice, Tessa, because, you know, from that day forward, you have been this person that everywhere you go, you make this really amazing impact. So I'm really excited to talk to you personally and kind of get to know a little bit more about you. It's amazing how, you know, um, in, in, in this world, like, Energies just, just like, you know, bumping to each other and not knowing. And somehow it's so, I would say, like prophetic that I'm here now with you. And I, I have to say that we were in this, you know, 
um, you know, like uh, juggling schedules just to get this, this, this airing time. And I'm so happy to be here now because I think I have more to sort of share at this moment of my life as I am going through a um, very exciting and maybe, um, what do you call that? Uh, I wouldn't say it's like a transition. It's more like a opening up of possibilities is what I would say. It sounds very exciting, Tessa. So I want to know all about this as we, um, as we go on and, and, and talk in today's episode. So to start with, Tessa, tell me about this name, Sea Princess, because it's your Instagram handle. Yes. Even, um, you know, in the Inquirer, you, you refer to yourself as Sea Princess. So tell me about that. Okay, What's the um, story? Almost like maybe 30 years ago, um, I, I got into di- scuba diving and a really good friend of mine who actually introduced me to, uh, to my husband. Um, she was a, my diving instructor. And then we were caught in the middle of the ocean and we had like um, pirates, actual pirates, sea pirates, um, you know, circling our, our, our dive boat. And Gigi now says, um, you know, there's no one here. There's no, there's no princess here and stuff. We only have the sea princess. And so at the kind of stuck and they were like, you know, um, there was a show of arms. It was really scary at that time because, you know, these, these, these pirates just like, come inside, loot, loot stuff in, and then leave. And so, and because we don't have much of um, the Coast Guard, it, and it was in Tubataha in this really remote area, we were really scared. But at that time, you know, um, we were just joking about it and they were like saying, you know what, the only royalty here is like me. I just presented my own royal. I have like my own, you know, ocean kingdom and stuff. And so that name stuck. So I became the sea princess. As, as in, and then my husband who was living in Hong Kong then became the HK pirate. And so that that's his sort of handle. And so we became, you know, the sea princess and, and, and the HK pirate. And it kind of stuck already because people know I, my, my love for the ocean. I have several advocacies wherein I, I you know, save the seas. We've had actually for our 20th, um, for our 25th wedding anniversary, we we um, sort of donated into 25 reefs. So, you know, because, you know, it, 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 the ocean now is our, our only, if ever, really the source of life. And, and it's because we are like islands, um, a lot of it has not been protected from dynamite fishing, from, you know, um, um, people just throwing ocean and plastic and stuff, you know? And so I have had ever since then, apart from all the advocacy that I help, I have like Save the Seas Foundation, wherein it really supports the fishermen and all their livelihoods. So that's sort of the long and short of it. And um, everybody already knows me as a sea princess. And so, you know, because of, of, of the way I dress and, and everything else. So, you know. And that stuck wow. already. So it became sort of my legacy as well. Which which I love. I mean, it's more than just a name. It stands for so much in your life and has so much meaning. And and I think that when every time someone says sea princess, it kind of brings up those advocacies. It brings up, you know, all those references. And I think that, you know, that's the persona that you also exude and people, people feel that people sense that even though it's just a word, I think it carries with it so much energy 
which is so beautiful. Yeah, I, I and they, they and they say it's like, um, is that made up or or now that I'm a I'm a grandmother, do I change it to Sea Queen or whatever? And, and you know, and I think it's like me personally, it's, it's sort of my hashtag of some sort, and it really represents me. But of course, everybody knows me as Tessa, and um, it's I think it's it's like if you come to my world, it it it. I have this thing about, um, you know, I'm very contagious in the sense that if, if you feel like I'm, they, they keep saying I'm the happy pill of everyone. And I, I have the knack of really inspiring people and, and get them, getting out of them of their shell. And, and, and I have, I believe, I believe in like, um, uh, you know, finding your true purpose in life. And I've had sort of like, uh, you know, um, I've been so blessed and I feel that I've come to this world for, you know, like empowering women or, or, or things like that. And I have an advocacy for first for kids as well. So I started this foundation with my high school classmates. It's called this, um, you know, Assumption 81 Foundation. Okay. Wherein what we do is we raise funds for various projects and then we give the money. So instead of, instead of like, I, I noticed that there are a lot of projects there that don't have funding. They, they spend so much on, you know, trying to, you know, um, raise money and everything. So I said, like, why don't we just help those other projects that are already existing and just continuously just help various people that, that are sort of like, you know, based on that will help in education, um, you know, women empowerment or, or really just bettering the lives of, of, of people by, you know, promoting as well fashion. And so that came to be with the Red Charity Gala with my friend Kate Tinga. We've had a great 11 year run. Now we are sort of figuring out to how to reboot it because it's everything that COVID or, or the pandemic yeah. is not allowing. And, you know, and it's, it's pretty, I mean, COVID hit us really hard in that sense that now it's like, how do we get donations where companies are already also bleeding or, you know, it's pretty hard up already. So we, 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 we've had, an, we have uh, several meetings on how to sort of reboot it. And we're pretty excited about that plan. Well, I think, you know, there's, there's change all across the board in so many different ways of operating the, the old ways don't apply anymore and i think that that stress that that forces us to be a little bit more creative or perhaps even approach things differently so where before it was fundraising and it was you know it was charity i wonder if if this pandemic makes us look at things differently like how do we actually you know help people how do we create change how do we create transformation when we're all in this kind of weird space of struggling with our own stuff right i, I know you know it, it's, it's really more a realization of i think personally for me what the pandemic has brought to me is um focus on what is really important to me and what i love yeah. and of course it's family firstly um, then I've become more sort of God centered and more spiritual and, and more meditative. And I realized that I've also been remiss in my family in, in the sense that I, I party every night <laughs> and, you know, and, 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 and half of that is also for, for my charities and stuff. And I've sort of like, because of the pandemic and staying home, I realized, you know, in the end, it's all about family. It's all about, um, what really matters most. 
And in the end, um, how nice that I've raised my kids sort of like how my parents are, that we continue to, you know, do our charitable works. And my daughter, um, who now lives in Shargao, I sent a plane to pick her up. And with relief, I said, like, I'm going to send you relief and then have the plane come back with you. Wow. But she said, I'm going to, mom, I'm going to stay here because I'm going to help build. Such as, you know, Shargao was one of the worst hits yeah. in the, the recent that, um, um, storm. And so, so it was so heartwarming to see that, hey, that my daughter is continuing what, what and then, you know, her values as well. So to this day, she has helped build like a hundred, well, close to 180 homes, you know, providing them roofing material and whatever she can and she raised half of that on her own and of course i support her but it's like how we now even if we value family and just you know and and just creating that thing we still have we still have a, a real purpose in life is also to to give back right and you know because i also have this thing about um it's called a satin return wherein i'm in my third cycle wherein i'm already legacy building or or um you know sort of what 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 my what what my purpose is in life here and i can just like you know wake up and do nothing <laughs> but i said you know in this in this in this um crossroad in my life i feel there is something else that i'm, I'm meant to to do and and i feel that sort of um, transforming, getting back into the digital world for for a purpose, and that's where I'm going to have you also be part of my <laughs> journey. I would and love have that. this new, you know. Yeah, I, I think that Tessa, you've really, um, you know, you, in the physical world, you've made your mark, right? And now that things have changed into that more digital space. I'm actually also looking forward to seeing how, you know, you move from that into this completely different virtual world. And we're all trying to figure that out, right? Everyone who is doing something that is impact driven or um, contributing or, or being of service to other people, which is what you do essentially, is it's, it's about how do we translate what we were doing before into this new world and the new way of doing things um, and, and doing so while making sure we are also in the best state of mental health and well-being, right? Because Tessa, before it was like the other people needed help, like people outside of us. But now all of us with the pandemic are also kind of in search or in need of, of support and help. And so suddenly that demarcation of like the people who have their life together and the people who needed help has kind of blurred Right. And that's why. Exactly. And it's more like, you know, how um, you can't anymore um, give the excuse of I don't have time. It's traffic. Uh, you know, I have to attend this and that and that. All that has been cleared. You have, you have no more excuse into into really discovering your your it's called like the, in like the Japanese call it the Ikigai, Ikigai. wherein, you know, you find your your passion, your, your profession, your, you know, what, what's really meant for you to be your niche in this world. And before I used to say, I have no time to really, you know, either meditate or whatever, because I need to like rush to something or there's traffic or whatever. And so now, now that all those excuses have been really cleared out from your schedule, then it go back to basics on like, who am I or my reason of being is, 
it's being it's 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 now time to figure that out right the most and the most important question is now why am i here mm-hmm. right exactly and and it's not like it, it it's life is, is still a journey it's not that you need you have the answers but then you are going from point a to point b without you know having all these detours that are not necessary because you realize that okay filter that out filter that out it's been filtered actually already because then you know i don't have to i'm not obligated to go to a party and and talk to people that i you know it's like sometimes it, it also gets toxic you know what i mean and so and so now i i choose and spend my time really wisely into something that will um help with my, my growth and help with with the direction of, of where i want to be and somehow i think because i've been also more prayerful and, and 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 circumstances and and situations come up to me it's sort of like answered prayers sort of through um people just just hooking up and finding you know i i said like i still want to figure out how to because we have been known with kate with red charity through red charity galas really promotion of philippine fashion which of course has taken the greatest hit in because of the pandemic for the many reasons like you know it's not a necessity people are less not partying out and whatever whatever and it's sad because um it's not just the designer it's every it's it's the beaters the sewers the the stage production the lighting there's just a whole big of uh, you know of 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 people that benefit right. from from all the the events that happen and and now they're they what i mean like they can't they can't find work and so we we want to sort of figure out a way where and we can still continue that in a in a more i don't know sustainable or or just uh, just just you know just to baby steps to start bringing fashion back and really just getting the 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 business and the economics of 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 making like giving jobs to the beaters and the sewers and everything and we don't know how yet i mean it's a it's a monumental task but it's at least it's at least we are trying to do something still you know and and not just leave it like you know a dying a dying business it's sad it's sad because you know we have very little cultural support when it comes to you know if if ever in government because again we are struggling just to make ends meet for most people and so the arts and culture um has died and you know everything even the small weavers for the banig it's like those those native um you know yeah. um floor mats and stuff and basket weaving i mean it's it's sad but maybe somehow somehow it'll, it'll like i say revive just pray yeah <laughs> and, and 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 the energy will just come in someone you know but tessa a lot of people have had to struggle with that same situation where what they once did no longer works applies no longer is relevant you know people talk about pivoting people talk about going in a new direction and the same obviously is happening to the fashion industry i had raho on one of my episodes i've talked to a lot of people also within the industry and it's sort of you can see everyone is also looking for a new direction which seems to correspond to their own personal journey as well 
right? So it's them as the fashion, you know, icon or the designer. And then it's also what they're going through individually. And somehow it feels like there's a parallel there. And as we start to find ourselves and we find that joy and that happiness and purpose and direction, it also gives us a bit more clarity on what must change in the way we're doing things or what, you know, direction we can now change. Yes, exactly. And, and like, you know, Rao's a real good friend and he spoke about how to revive, you know, um, the beaters and, 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 and sort of having other um, products, bags, jewelry, um, accessories and, and all. And it's nice that because we are sort of forced into evolving all of a sudden, um, now, now everything we do is more purposeful. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's, it's more direct in the sense that we, we don't need anymore to, um, to, to put our, to, to sort of justify to other people what we're doing. Yeah. Before I, I was like telling Kay, when we started Red Charity Gala, we got so much, uh, people started bashing us in the sense that why don't, why don't you just give the money instead of hosting a dinner and a fashion show and stuff like that. And, you know, it's like at that time we were like always defending ourselves. I said, like, look at all the people that have jobs because of this. But now we realize we don't have to defend what we're doing because we know what we are doing is for 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 the good of, of helping livelihood. And, and for us, it really doesn't matter to them how, what their opinion is in the sense that we know what our purpose is. We know what our goal is. We know, we know who we want to help. And if they can make noise about, you know, whatever, it's, it's, it's their own, it's their own privilege or, 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 you know, they can, they're entitled to their own opinion. So now, now that, you know, me and Kay are thinking, I actually just to briefly say what it is, it's more like we sort of want to do an auction of pre-loved luxury goods. And so, you know, um, we're going to make the, the, uh, it's more like putting a personality to it. Like if it's an LV bag and stuff, it's been worn by, you know, like good friends of ours and then, you know, celebrities and stuff. And then we'll put it out in auction. It's all because slowly and all fully for, for whatever livelihood we have. Yeah. And, and nice because then people get excited. Then we're actually going to have a physical, you know, event for it and a half online. So people of all, of all, you know, um, you know, if, if they like, they want to have an, I want to have a bag owned by heart or something, or, you know, some celebrity, then, you know, they, it's, it's, there's a story to tell. And, and it's still, it's like, okay, you're, you're, you're actually donating, but you're getting something back in return. Right. <laughs> a wonderful, you know, pair of shoes or whatever. So, you know, it's nice. It's nice. So that's happening um, soon for this next month. It's going to be Women's Empowerment Month, you know, March. March yeah. So we're going to do that. So, so that's what we're going to do. And then we'll like maybe it'll snowball in something bigger and, you know, get, and just, just, just to create again. I really believe everything's energy. Yeah. Um, the pandemic has created so much negativity, um, so much, you know, hopelessness and just a dark cloud over life. <laughs> And so it's, it's shifting. It's a matter of shifting our mindset into like the universe actually doesn't know right or wrong in the sense that if, if the energy you put out there is negative every day you wake up, then the energy will give you back what you asked for. Yeah. 
And I realized it's 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 a mindset, a shift change, and 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 it's just like you wake up in the morning with a grateful heart, and then you know do whatever the the the, the energy will just go back to you in whatever you want. You know, I, I believe in manifestations and and just manifest what's really clear to you. And of course, you know, it has to be of course intrinsically something that's going to be good for you and for the world. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. Now, Tessa, I want to know a little bit more about how you got to this point, because just in what you're telling me, I can hear there's so much sort of wisdom that's come in, or there's been a lot of personal growth for you, whether it's through the pandemic or through your own life. Tell me a little bit about the person you started out as and how you got here. So I know, I know a couple of things about like, I I did a bit of research and I know that you were kind of uh, more of a a shy person, Uh right? I was an introvert. introvert. You you didn't want to stand out. Yeah. Total, total opposite from what we see today. Total opposite. I was wearing black every day. I was like sort of in the punk era and stuff. And and then I was, uh, I was also um, a single mom at that time and going out with a lot. And I was just, I mean, I would call that my experimental phase in life. And my brother, who became sort of my father figure to my son, uh, died in a motorcycle accident. And he was like 30, 32. And, and I felt when he passed away, here's a, here's a guy destined to be the president of Inquirer and everything, super healthy, um, life of the party, so many girlfriends, so many great ideas. He's a very, you know, um, very creative entrepreneur. And and he, he put up the first sort of THX theater and everything. And then he passes away. And, and it was more like um, an awakening for me wherein life's so short it's like you never know and i you don't have to live your life based on what other people's expectations are and you know i became sort of came out of my shell in the sense that instead of getting to you know sex drugs and rock and roll i i got into you know my my freedom of expression of clothes and and just living life like everything is part i mean like you know i was also trying to find myself and I was also confused in that time and then after that uh, I met Dennis and and so he sort of became my anchor because you know I was also very like I would say experimental in the sense if you know what I meant Mm -hmm. Uh, and mean and so he became my anchor and so um, um, since I I found that he was like my my, you know, my stabilizing factor, I could go wild in the sense I don't, I didn't have to like be reserved anymore and stuff. And so I guess because I was also exposed to all the designers who, who really said like, oh, they found me, uh, an ex- uh, you know, a muse wherein they, day in, day out, they do normal, basic wedding gowns, debut. And me, it's like, sky's the limit. Just as long as no, there's no, you know, nudity or anything. I can wear anything. Something that lights up, something made out of plastic, something out of my newspaper, something whatever beats it. Like if, even if it weighs 30 kilos, I'll carry it, you know, all the way. And then, you know, I was, in fact, I wore a Raho gown. It looked like one of the Disney princess. And I wore <laughs> that down to the, I don't know if you know that movie. Um, in, um, it was, it was one of those Enchanted or something, or I don't even know what the movie is. Okay. 
And so when I went, I was invited to go to the opening in, 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 in LA. And the, the other guests there, or the, the other kids, they say, are you a Disney princess? What <laughs> part of the movie are you, you know? And, and you know, and, and things like that is, 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 I'm always a representative of Philippine fashion whenever I go abroad and, you know, I, I wear accessories and, and you don't want to be behind me in the, uh, when I pass through the airport, um, you know, when you have to remove everything, I, I, I dress like this going traveling. Wow. And my husband keeps saying, why do you even bother? You like to say, never mind. It's me, you know, whatever. Just take out all the accessories so I don't ring. And I still pass through the security thing. I still ring because I, oh, I forgot some earrings and stuff. And, and because of that, and because I've been known, I'm like sort of not upping my game, but I, I, I always want to be in theme and, and in appreciation of, you know, whatever they are hosting. Like I came to a, um, sort of a, a tree lighting Christmas thing. And I was a Christmas tree, you know, I, it's stuff like that. I, I really go out of my way because for me, um, again, it's not to, it's not to call attention because the people were like telling me, Oh, you must have had a, you know, sucky childhood where you never had attention and everything. And I said, you know what you can, I, ne- I, I, I'm not, if you call me outrageous or, you know, flamboyant or whatever, I said, like, I can't call you. Hey, you're so ordinary. <laughs> you know, it works the same way. I mean, like, really, it's like, should I call you out? No, but you know what? Go ahead. Right. And, and when people like sort of, you know, copy me or try to, you know, I said, I get so flattered. I mean, like they say, you know, um, it, it's, it's flattery. It's the, it's, it's, it's the best, it's the best so, form of Im- imitation um, is the best, the best form, form of flattery. Of correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And you know, and I am the person that they, they always say, Oh, you want to have a picture? I said like, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I have been told that they, I, I, every, everyone around me has, I am such a, what do you call that? A, a ball of energy that I, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm so contagious, yeah. which is like, I love it. Yeah, it I love it's a, it. And you know, it's a great way to describe you, Tessa. I mean, there's only one Tessa and you know, it's true. Like that energy I can imagine just goes out for like miles you know, yeah. like I and noticed like, you. Oh, the yeah, you know, right? I felt you. Say, oh, you're the Lady Gaga of the Philippines. It's just like, hell, I'm older than her. I was worse than her. <laughs> yeah. so she's, she's, she's the sea princess of, of, of the Philippines, yeah. of, you know, of the U.S. And yeah. Stuff. And, and, um, with me, it's, it's like they've asked, um, are you always like happy or, you know, you know, of course I have downtime. It's not that, you know. But I've also learned because of the passing away of my brother that um, we're we we have really a short time here, and so I always I'm always that you know over over the top and like you know you know half empty half full. I'm always I'm not even looking at it like it's 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 half full. I'm more I'm looking at it over overflowing, and it's like a champagne flute, like overflowing with champagne. And there's enough to go around. But, but Tessa... And I'm like that. How, I just love unconditionally, you know. But Tessa, how did you get there? Like, what I want to understand, because most people have self-doubt. 
Most people are afraid to stand out. You know, most people second guess themselves. They care what other people think of them. I mean, you have none of those. Like you are like the most unafraid to be yourself person that I've probably talked to on the show and probably who I've, you know, come across. So what, <laughs> yes, what I, makes you that way? How does someone I get there? Feel, I, yeah. Um, you know how, um, when people gravitate to you and then their energies just are, they, 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 they kind of want to feel that they need a, a leader of some sort to, to make their lives happier or, you know, and so I have become sort of like assigned or chosen to be that person. And if I don't step up or deliver, I feel I've let them down. And in and, and every small thing, whether it's raising funds for, you know, the, the boats for the fishermen or 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 even like, you know, what, what we have in, in school, like our homecoming dance or something. I sort of always want to step up and, and, and take the lead maybe. And because of that, I have been, I guess you, you, you also grow from, from all the experiences in the past. And so I can't say I have become the most confident person, you know, and everything it's, it's, I still have fears. I still have fears of, you know, what if nobody shows up or nobody bids for the items or, or that, you know, I'm going to like be old and wrinkly. I mean, like, normal stuff but I just choose not to dwell on it and because I've had now I'm telling you now I'm going through this journey and, and it's sort of a it's a transformation of who I am um going through a you know a, like a split up in my in my marriage and and so now I realize that there's all sorts of therapy out there beginning with retail therapy <laughs> number one helpful things are my favorite <laughs> of course and then there's like trauma therapy there's equine with you know horses there's even there's uh you know psychotherapy there's the, the psychiatrist and of course i'm also into energy so there's the angel reader there's the psychic there's the you know yeah. everything my org chart of healing is the most extensive. That's why I, I'm telling you that I want to start off this sort of, it's sort of a version of Tinder wherein you can find your matching therapist Yeah, in, in, in that sense. And it's going to be sort of more fun. And, you know, I believe that in my journey, I'm able to be where I am now, partly because of laughter <laughs> and my crazy sense of humor if not i would be really depressed really you know why 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 and and now it's not anymore why but why not yeah i mean like you know like all of a sudden all the possibilities are out there and and then now i'm more excited about not trying to fix something in the past but trying to open myself to being more whole in the sense that hey i have a bigger and and brighter purpose of not just being a wife or you know a mother i'm still all that yes i'm still all that but now it's not the center of who i am or what i am in in, in the future it's more like yes that life has been there yes i'm not gonna dwell on on, on trying to fix it because it was it was wonderful it's been 26 years of incredibly awesome and wonderful travels adventures and everything but 
it's, it's, I guess it's over in the sense that it was a wonderful part of my life. And now I'm, there's even going to be a brighter future. Yeah. And of course I'm not, I'm not like closing the doors to whatever. It's just now there's just more doors that are open. Yeah. More doors right. and windows and everything. Possibilities. So, that's the possibilities. That's the possibilities. You see the possibilities. Yeah. And I see it now. It's been a year. It's been a year. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie where I don't, I didn't say I was in like totally like, you know, it's, it's sort of, it consumed me. And I was like, you know, if I had to be, I was in black, which is like, you know, with, but with feathers. <laughs> Your special so, flair of black. <laughs> and my, yeah. And, and you know what? I'm, 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 I'm not yet there, but I'm closer. I'm closer. It's a journey and, and, and I'm happy. I'm happy with my, you know, transformation. Amazing. feel comfortable in your own skin. Lalo na sa pabago-bagong panahon. Kaya nayon palang, turn to the most trusted all-purpose medicine products like United Home. United Home, manufactured by Unilab, created three different products that target different skin conditions to help you survive the everyday grind without any distractions or discomfort. Starting with United Home Dermatech, the best solution for itch caused by skin conditions like psoriasis, atopic dermatitis, or eczema. This is also available at half price in all leading drugstore brands. So make sure to include this on your shopping list or grocery list. Next, they have the number one Whitfields ointment in the market. United Home Whitfields helps treat alipunga, Buni, an-an, and a lot more fungal infections. And if you're suffering from acne and scabies or galis, United Home Sulfant can soften and loosen the crusts on the skin and can destroy the itch mite that causes galis. Try and welcome United Home to your homes today by availing these products in Mercury Drug and other leading drugstore brands nationwide or by clicking the link in the description and see how much better life can be when itch doesn't stand in the way. Sami nga ng mga nanay United Home. So what you talk about, Tessa, is the Project Loving Myself journey that I keep talking about on the podcast. It's that journey to self-love. You also mentioned how, you know, you were the mother, the wife and all those things. And those are the roles we play. And of course, we want to do it to the best of our ability, but that's not who we are. Who we are is what we are here for. And that's a, a different journey when you recognize that and you start that. And when you get on that, that's when all those possibilities show up. And so I love how, you know, you're describing exactly that. And it's it's such a beautiful space to be in, to look at the future with those bright eyes and to see the possibility of everything that can be. And you aren't restricted yes. to anything. Exactly. And, you know, we sort of start off, and it actually makes it clear for us to have our roles. You know, it's defined. You're a mother, a wife, uh, you know, a designer and, and stuff like that. But then we get, we forget to see the bigger picture of who we really are. I mean, all that are like components to who we are. Yeah. But we, we also put ourselves aside because also we're, you know, women, we have the tendency to, you know, 
love ourselves less because we we sort of have to be the beacon of light of everybody else. But then, you know, how do you become the the source of the light if you yourself has been dimmed out or, you know, your bulb is already diffused? Yeah. And so, you know, with with everything from meditation, morning meditations, prayers, Bible studies, everything, you just need to feed yourself, especially this. I think that's what the pandemic, you know, you also have to, because now all of a sudden everybody's alerted with mental health. Yeah. Before it's like, what's that? You know, kids nowadays, you know, they're just, hey, they're just being naughty. But now, no, they're ADHD or whatever, you know, all of a sudden. And the sad part is everything is now a medication. Yeah. It's like, no, I mean, you need to address the illness or the disorder with with like internalizing, I mean, like, I, of course, with medication, but you're not really curing yeah. the, the trauma. The root cause. That, that is there, yeah. the root cause. We have to discover and uncover and process and, you know, unpack what needs to be unpacked and then understand, you know, for anything to, to heal or to resolve. And I guess we're only starting to recognize how important that is mm-hmm. because even medication and, is and, 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 Yeah, exactly. And, and one of my therapists said also, because of who I am as a person now, I'm so, I'm so confident, I'm so driven, I'm so expressive, I'm an extrovert. My inner child has been, been if, if ever, brutally pained because... I've been accepting all these, you know, the betrayal and everything else as an adult. And I said, oh, I can get over it and not processing. And my inner child's been been crushed, crushed, crushed and stuff. So I needed to go through, you know, those trauma healing wherein, you know, you regress and stuff like that. And I realized I have abandonment issues. And so I tend to just suck up all the, you know, I, you hit me here, I can take it, but my inner child has been really suffering already. Yeah. So this is like the healing that I need. So I do a daily meditation of the inner child and stuff because there, there is something, I guess you just like download podcasts for inner child healing yeah. and stuff. And, and again, it's all balancing. I like, you know, work-life balance, even in your mental state and, and all, and getting all this clarity and, and really spending time. Thank God I had I, I, I had that time to really cleanse and really erase all the, the damage that I've done to my inner child. And, you know, it's, it's, it's still, um, it's still not yet because I still have a tendency to be because of my unconditional love and understanding and forgiveness. I realized that as an adult, I can take that, but internally my morals and everything cannot so i need to sort of hey take a back a back step and say you know let's heal together yeah yeah and and it's hard it's hard because how do you explain that in the in the real world (laughs) you know yeah of course you know i work with um inner child uh therapy a lot with my clients um tessa so i i'm also really glad that you brought it up and shared your story because in my work with my clients, what we, what I help them to see is that what is not a big deal to you as an adult is a huge deal to you as a child, 
right? So as the, the adult brain can be like, oh, you know, my parents were, you know, busy or my parents had this going on. But as a child, mm-hmm. you don't understand that, right? You're like, yes. why am I not getting the attention when I want to show my parent this drawing that I made, but they're too busy to look at it. So the child, that little child feels hurt, but the adult in you can be like, oh, you know, it's not a big deal. It was just a drawing mm-hmm. I did when I was a, a child. Yeah. So to heal the inner child, we have to go down to the level of the child. We have to meet that child, you know, where she's at and sort of help Mm -hmm. her deal with it with our adult perspective, but recognizing what that child was feeling, which is us actually, that has not been sort of, you know, healed and processed and, and recognized. And I wouldn't have had all these, uh, you know, realizations if I didn't have to go through my breakup. So um, again, so many silver linings. Again, I'm closer to my children. I'm, I'm having a better relationship with them and getting, trying to heal my inner child. So all this, I wouldn't have discovered if I hadn't gone through, through that sort of I can call it a trauma and, and all. And and I'm, I'm glad that I've had this chance and I'm not like in my 80s already that I realize all that. And when, 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 you're, when you're questioned about who you are and blamed or, or, you know, sort of blindsided, then you realize, hey, was I really selfish? Then you start questioning, even if how confident you are or, or that you're sure that it's the other party's fault and everything you start questioning yeah the doubt and of course for me um yes i understand how it came to be so I'm learning from it you know i'm growing from it and if if, if my partner or my husband can't see that then you know then that's his own journey i've, I've learned i'm now already you know they, they say seven stages of grief and then all you know yeah. i'm telling you now i have all the possible self-help books. I mean, like I can, I can, I'm now a guru into how to, how to heal from, from all this. But you know, it shows, it shows Tessa, because the fact that you can see all the positive things that came out of it, right? Like finding out who you are, dealing with your inner child. Mm -hmm. You talked about the closer relationship with your children. When you see all the good that the challenge brings, you're already there. You know, you've actually Mm -hmm. healed, you have processed, you have kind of come to an understanding of why this needs to happen, why this needed to happen. And when you recognize that Mm -hmm. it's not your fault or somebody else's fault or a third person or a fourth person, and nothing anybody says actually matters because it had Mm -hmm. to happen for you to get to where you are today. It had to happen. It had to happen. And again, um, in God's perfect time or, or, you know, everything, they always say everything happens for a reason, but it does. It really and you know how they say time heals everything? It does. It does. <laughs> and it's just that me, I'm like, you know, I'm like so gung-ho and hurry up, hurry up with that new hot guy. Hurry up with that, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Then I realize I am so blessed with so much love and family, friends. I don't need another person. If I do, that will come as a, you know, and it's, it's time. It's a, and I don't also want to get into something that I'm not ready for. Right. So, you know, right. So nice. So nice that again, all the possibilities again, 
um, spending time with my parents as well. You know, it's, it's really nice to reconnect with them and, and hopefully we'll be able to travel to Australia for Holy Week. So again, a lot. I'm always grateful and a lot, a lot yeah. exciting new things. A lot to look you know? forward to. And and another thing I wanted to point out, Tessa, you said, you know, you're almost like you're like a self-helper, a, a well-being guru at this point. And if you didn't need to go through all that healing, you wouldn't get to this place and you wouldn't have the idea of what if I could connect people to all these different tools that are out there, like your, yeah. your Tinder idea. I mean, none of this would have happened, which might be something. I didn't even know that. I know. I didn't even know like equine therapy exists. And, and that's, you know, with like, you're supposed to lead the horse and all that. It's such a big realm of like, you know, healing yeah. that can go on, whether it's like, you know, going through a labyrinth of some sort. I went, I went to the U S I went to like, um, it's called place called Miraval. It's a wonderful healing place. And then in, in New Mexico, Santa Fe, I mean like, wow, I've never been to all these you know, mystical places. And because I'm, I, I also had a session with a shaman, wow. like a really an Indian sort of thing with sage and all. Wow. I, I'm telling you now, I can write a book. About, so when people take like it. 20, 30 years of going through, you have done in mm -hmm. like one year. Yes, exactly. And I'm so, I'm so eager to share my knowledge and, and, and really start this app wherein, you know, and everything it has to be with also, like I want to deal with like sex in with women in their fifties or how to, how to get back into the dating scene, yeah. you know, and because actually there are actually, you know, um, you know, maybe self-help things, but then experience is, 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 it's a tell all. I mean, I'm speaking from experience. It's the biggest teacher. I'm, I'm speaking. Yeah. It's the best teacher yeah. and, and something, you know, and even if, and I can speak from it from the heart because I, I've had it. I've had, I've had to go through all that pain and all that growth and all that evolution. And, and it's really something that's getting me excited that, you know, you know, I have some friends going through thing or like also even like going back to a marriage that has been faulted for five years and now they're back, you know, things like that. Yeah. Again, um, it's really being aware of really knowing who you are and what you are meant for. And again, your reason for being, I keep saying that if that's, if that's being questioned, being attacked, that you're not grounded in, in what basic inside. That's why I think it's really inside that you get aligned with your inner child and everything. If that's, if that's bombarded with all that negativity, you're going to spiral down and yeah. And, and, and be so depressed. I, I know, I know that I could have done that. I could have gone to that direction, but you know, I've had so many friends, like, like a really good friend, Vina, Francisco, she, she was the one who brought me to Mirabel, found these things for me. I mean, like, your support group is really important aside from your family. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very happy. Of course, I, I, where, if ever you dad to ask me, I'm in like a, like maybe a 90, 10. And my therapist said, the 90, I'm okay already, but the 10%, which is like regret, um, you know, why, doubt, and everything, will never be erased. You can never look back and look at your, for me personally, my 26 years with sadness and then, because it was so wonderful. That will always be there. That will always be part of my life. 
which is, is I view it as with, with all the love and, and happiness. And that's what it is. Tessa, have, whether we go back or not, that's what it is. Have you tried theta healing? Um, not, I have had it in the past, but not yet. Do you do you do, you do theta healing? Yes. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I, I actually have taught pretty much everyone oh, here who is a theta healer, including Ro, uh, a friend of yours, Roseanne, is also um, a theta healer. Yeah, oh, my and goodness. has been my yes. student. So that ten percent that you talk about, that I'm very confident theta healing could resolve for you. Oh, really? Yes. I thought I thought it was more like it's a given. It will never be. No, I'll never be. No. Oh, really? No, I think that well, with, yeah, with it healing, you look back at the same situation and that 10% becomes, again, like the recognition of how important those life events were or those situations were and a profound gratitude for all of those things happening without the regret, without all that little, you know, things that poke us every now oh, and then. Wow. I, I'm looking forward yeah, to Yeah, I'm very confident um, to say that, that that could be taken care of. But I wanted to point out something, Tessa. After talking to you for this while that we've been, we've been, you know, conversing, I recognize one thing about you. And I want you to tell me if you agree with me. The reason why you've always been very successful whether it's standing out, you know, making your impact, your mark, the Red Charity, a gala, you know, all these different things you've done, including your ability to heal yourself from this breakup, right? Which is a major thing in your life, which I'm so confident. I mean, you're already there, but even what you're thinking about doing for the future, right? It's like you are a guaranteed success story, because it's never about you. I recognize that from everything you've said. When you wear those flamboyant outfits, when you are showing up to events in these costumes or these, you know, personas, it's not about you. You're thinking about all the people that you impact. You're thinking about Philippine fashion that oh, you're nice. highlighting never about in that. the U.S. You know, when you're attending in that princess costume or princess um, outfit, you're thinking about the visibility that you are bringing to all those people who maybe don't have that access, that reach or that voice. And so you're always thinking about what you can do with what you have, who you can serve, who you can give back to, who you, I mean, even now you're going, okay, I'm going to cry now, I'm going <laughs> to cry now. But it's true, Tessa. You're, oh my God, it's so beautiful. It's so wonderful. I never thought about it, that. And it's, I think it's so clear. Because it comes so natural to me. Yeah. You're going through so nice. the most, one of the most difficult things in your life, I can imagine, but you're thinking about how you can bring this to your friends and to <laughs> other people and how you can make a difference in this industry. Like nice. you're one year oh, into wow. that. I never, I, I, I never thought about that because again, it comes so natural. It's like, I'm so, if ever authentic in that way that I'm not doing it to show off or, you know, it's, it's just so comes naturally to me because I've been doing it already for the longest time. I mean, like my mom has taught us to, you know, um, be always generous. And, you know, we have this, my mother um, has this, it's, it's called Sisters of Mary um, Girls Town, wherein they graduate 4,000 girls every year from high school. And this, this has been going on for years. So, you know, the lives of all this, they, they, keep them, house them, school them for four years of high school. 
poorest of the poor. Wow. And then when they get out, they're actually the, the smarter ones are able to go to college, but the others have a vocation, a vocational, you know, skill. And so they can, they have elevated most of their lives to help also their, their family. And, and so that has become part of our lives ever since. And so it comes naturally to me to always want to help or, you know, and, and, and really be, you know, and, and you, I, I remember one of your questions were, it's like, um, if there was one word, right. And then you said like, if it was flamboyant and I was thinking about word and I said like, you know what, I think my word is extraordinary. Wow. Wherein, you know, I have the type that I wanted to anything that's just simple or ordinary and whatever. I, I always, I'm always over. I'm always extra. Yeah. I'm always extra. And, 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 and I, I, I love that about me. And sometimes I might be over bored in the sense that my kids are like saying, there's mom again, embarrassing us. Or, or my husband's like, oh, it's for the gram. And, you know, and I realized, yeah, I, I may be imbalanced in the sense that I should like tone it down. But I realized this is me. This is who I am. This is like, I'm not. I'm not doing this to hurt people. Right. I'm not doing this to, you know, with, with the intention of getting, getting noticed or, or making, you know, being out there for nothing. And yeah, you're right. Nice, nice that you pointed out. Yeah. I never thought of it that way, but thank you. That, and that's what, that's what it is, you know, Tessa, I, I recognize, and I'm seeing it as an objective outsider, right? I don't know you personally, so I can see you without, the stuff that other people might, you know, throw into it. Right. So what, what I'm seeing is it's not the ego that I want to be noticed that I Tessa want to be noticed. Right. It's the statement I'm making. It's the message I'm giving. It's the person I want to be. It's how I'm expressing myself without the ego of look at me. You know, I want you to see me. Does, does that make sense? It's like in the expression <laughs> yes, of yourself. You are simply. Thank you. Thank you for. Thank you for that. I think it's, 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 um, I love that, that, that I have that impression on you as well, because then, 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 you know, it, it's something that comes across in that sense, yeah. which, which I, I want to also be, you know, sort of, you know, the legacy that I, if ever I leave behind yeah. something like that, you know? Yeah. Nice. And thank you. And you know, it's such a great thing to share with our audience also that sometimes when you make your purpose more than yourself, you know, more than you, but how you could make an impact or a difference. And it's, you know, whether it's, it's something you choose to put out to the world or something you create when there's a bigger mission than you, I feel like the universe supports you so much that your, so nice. your path is paved, you know, the success is guaranteed, right? You just have to put that effort nice. into what you want to communicate. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling your energy. I'm feeling your energy as well. You know, you know, you know how like, um, I don't mean to be an energy vampire, but oh. you know, I, I love it. I love it that, you know, this synergy we have and this thing. And again, what was that? We were supposed to have this before you delivered and that your baby's this. And then, and you know, I said like, oh my God, when can we have it? And he said, if you're ready to pop and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm happy. And then, you know, um, again, again, it's the realization that, that, you know, we are, 
we are in this journey of life and you know it's a continuous journey it's, it's nice to really just embrace everything that comes yeah good or bad ugly I mean like you know it's always again a mindset a mindset yeah. and how you want to look at it right Now, Tessa, I want to talk to you a little bit about well-being in general, right? So you come from a Catholic background, but you're interested Mm -hmm. in astrology and function. And even before what you are going through now, you've already been interested in energy. You've already been Mm -hmm. exploring these things. I mean, now we're on like, you know, major delving into it, but it was always there. So how did you get into that how did you discover that there are all these other things to life and and why why were you even drawn to it in the first place i have been very sort of spiritual in the sense that um i've always been uh my moral compass has been really high or in the sense that you know i was in a relationship before with uh with my partner sort of slash best friend and i was confused because I said like it goes against my religion but I I love my partner and and you know and then and then again I was like but I was a single mom and yet I was with with uh with with my my partner then and then I said I was going against my parents and stuff and so I was also um confused in the sense that if you love a person for who they are male or female you know it's like it's like, it's what, what, what love is and, and where you want to be. But then again, I was confused. I said like, how can, how can the person I love be against what my principles are? And, you know, I wanted a family. I wanted this and that, like that. And somehow because of my prayers and everything, it worked out. I met Dennis. So, and then, you know, she has become my best friend now, you know, it's so nice. And so, and she's on, she's also with another person now. It's so nice how things turned out. Right. And so how I got more into these energies and now I got into yoga with again, Rosanne and others. I got into a really, I got, I became a vegetarian. I got into really, really heavy, um, you know, uh, vinyasa and astanga and, and that. And then after that, I'm now into Bikram and Kundalini because of, of, and I realized again, it's like, it's a sticky, um, it's a sticky sort of, um, Maybe I wouldn't call it a dilemma, but but condition or, or or state of being like, how can you believe in all these energies and still be Catholic? Right. Or like feng shui, which is the placement of of the science of you know um again what you call that feng shui is like geomancer and you know that thing. How, how do you how do you incorporate that when all you need is God, all you need is the Bible, all you need is that. Um. Maybe the way I'm justifying it is like we are energies and yoga and all these other practices is not spiritual. It's not a religion. It's not, it's not a, it's not like, um, who you believe in. I still believe in God and, and all the saints and mama Mary and all, but I have energies as well. So it's really, a. For the diehard Catholic, that's wrong. But then again, in the end, it's my own, um, me and, and my spiritual being and, and, and my, you know, I'm answerable only to God. So I guess, you know, I would, what I'd say to justify sort of 
I spend equal amount of time with my yoga and my Bible study or, or, you know, or like my donations to, to the guru of whatever. I also donate to the church. I guess, again, again, um, I'm not saying what I'm doing is, is right or, or wrong. And it's my own, it's my own belief and philosophy, you know, and how can you condemn someone who's, who's Muslim or, or Protestant and everything? They, they, it's like in the end, if, if, if you're, if you're a good person and, you know, and you're answerable to your own Allah or God and everything, it's like, who am I to say, Hey, you're in the wrong religion. Right. So, and, 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 and again, it's like calling me out. Oh, what are you wearing? It's like, Oh, you look so plain (laughs) (laughs) again, that, that goes well. You know, it's, it's the same, it's It's the same way. It's a matter of perspective. Exactly. Exactly. And you can call me out whatever you want. You can call me out like being, oh, you must have had a traumatic childhood or whatever. Or you have, you have always something to show off or that you have that affluence to do that. I mean, like, well, you know, you can bother yourselves and, and say whatever you have to say. It's whether, again, my my um it's it's in again in a matter of perspective do i actually receive your energy right or not and if i do i say i'm more grateful thank you for noticing me you want a picture yeah (laughs) and and what you're saying is this is me it's like that song from the greatest showman you know i love that song and she says this is me yeah this is me yeah this is in all my glory Mm-hmm. Take it early and all my luggage and all my, you know, yeah. all my costumes, yeah. <laughs> all my accessories. This is me. Yeah. This is me. And it's, it's a beautiful you, you know, that, that really Thank you. Thank to be, you. to, to be celebrated, to be seen and, and understood. Um, now, Tessa, we are getting to the end of the episode much as I, you know, I, I don't want to end this conversation. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying it. We should have another after I have my, my session with you. Yeah. Because I'm excited to do that data here. Absolutely. Now, Tessa, before we go, can you share with us some of your favorite well-being practices um, that you, you know, you really kind of want to share with others, you stand by and your project loving myself mantra, any message or any, anything that really is important for you, for yourself or to share with other people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, in, in my healing journey, I've started this, I'm telling you now, everything is YouTube. You just download 10 minute prayer. And so again, always start with a grateful heart. It just takes 10 minutes. I, you know, when, when I've taken this, it's, it's a life course sort of, it's called Tickled Pink of my friend Eileen Wan. And she, it's a six week sort of life coaching wherein she says, you got to go from point A to point B. You need to know what point B is. You need to be clear about your goal setting. And so um, she's had several exercises, which I can share. One of them is like, you know how you, and, and that goal needs to be quantified. It's easy if your goal is like weight loss or, or eating right or something. But what if your goal is to be more assertive and stuff like that, or, or do, or, 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 or I, I want to be more organized and stuff. So what she says is it, your goal needs to be measured daily or weekly, wherein you can monitor um, like things like, for example, me, 
So my goal is to start this website or whatever or something. And so my daily my daily sort of uh, activity would be spend 10 minutes on finding a resource person for different things and have it in the, you know, like a, it's a pay bank. Every day you, you have to make sure that your goal is, 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 is fed daily. And so last year, all I didn't have a goal. It was more like, why, 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 why? So then, so my, my sort of, you know, it's like, less than is more Jesus and, and stuff like that. You know, I really now spending time and now I'm more, I'm more clear about my point B. So that, so I suggest like, you know, for those that are in this cross order, not even, it's, it's always set aside. Just don't, don't say I'm going to, I'm going to do yoga for 30 minutes a day. No, that's too long. Start with baby steps, five minutes, 10 minutes a day. No, no ifs and buts. You know, just put on 10 minute prayer and just listen to it while you're in bed. And then, and then always set aside um, throughout the day, sort of um, like breathing exercises, wherein you already sort of, and, and it's, I've heard it like for these people who are, who are into like weight loss, you, you take 10 breaths before you start eating. So that means the excitement of eating and nourishing becomes food and becomes like a nourishing experience instead of feeding your hunger. Right. So if you do that, you take a, a you know breath of fire and like you know that the sun says, and then you start doing your meal. Always, I've also started that with my kids, um, being present, meaning no phones on the table, um, no really have conversations. And I think that was what remissed in, in, in my relationship is like it became we had no we had no daily conversations. I mean, real conversation. It was more like housework, whatever, whatever. So and that and that one has to be during meals. I think I feel it's the best time. And it's really it's the best time, like really disengage with the phone, you know. And and and, and lastly, I think um, always, always try to make a difference. I mean, like to somebody else. I mean, like you have to like also again, snippets and, and small, um, like the piggy bank, you know, that you have to do something small a day or meet somebody new or something like that. Yeah. Because then you are fulfilling a daily purposeful life instead of just once a year, you have that thing. It's, it's now I realize you have no more excuse now that, you know, the pandemic's here and stuff. So, so there, and then again, you have to spend at least equal of amount of time with your body, mind, and soul, is what I say. And, and being present. I realize being present is like so necessary, especially when you're talking to someone. I notice that I'm like on my phone and just, you know, it's like, it's so disrespectful to the other person and it's already given, especially to your family. I don't need to talk to my kids because I'm on my phone. And same with them. Oh, it's mom. It's just mom. It's just the kids. No, they're the most important thing. Right. You can't just say, you know, we, how funny. We take the people we love for granted and we shouldn't. We should be connecting. We, we should be connecting with them. And I think that's what we've mm -hmm. lost over time is that connection with each other, which is what the pandemic has really highlighted. Exactly. That human exactly. connection. Yeah. What a beautiful message. So there.
Thank you, Tessa. Mm. Thank you for this. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm great conversation. And I'm so grateful we had this chance. Me too. Ni- nice. Nice to really exchange energies with you. It was really. And I love your name. Thank you. It was my pleasure. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed it. I knew, but I knew Tessa, right? I wrote to you and I was like, Tessa, I know we're going to have this great conversation. No pressure, but I know we're going to have this great conversation. So, and it was, it was more than that. I mean, it was just, I think such, um, an inspirational conversation for everyone listening in. Um, and thank you, Tessa. I know for sharing your just wonderful energy with us. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm so delighted to be part of, part of this show. What an episode. This episode was not just about self-expression, but also about the impact we make on others. Share your first impression about Tessa when you saw her and also let me know what you learned from today's episode. There were so many nuggets of wisdom to choose from. Tag at Project Loving Myself podcast and at Sanaya Gurnamal. And don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. Goodbye for now with this quote for today said by Oprah Winfrey. If we are really committed to growth, we never stop discovering new dimensions of self and self expression. So go ahead and as Madonna said, express yourself. Thank you for joining me this week on Project Loving Myself, brought to you by Podcast Network Asia and powered by Podmetrics. You are loved. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. 